What's happening, everybody? This is Rico and Courtney Gonzalez, Mr. and Mrs. 757, coming at you with another podcast. And this is a special one, isn't it, Court? It is. Big time. Talking about money, money, money. How to make it, how money. to spend it. That's right. How to get it. How to get it. Big time. So, a lot of questions we get asked a lot. Well, the question we ask a lot, are you pre-approved? Yes. When somebody wants to buy a house, that is question number one. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, yes, I'm pre-approved with blah, blah, blah company and for this much. Other times it's, no, I haven't spoke with a lender yet. Right. And a lot of times it's like, oh my gosh, fear instantly instilled. My credit score. I've been monitoring my credit for five years. I still can't qualify. It's not really their credit. It's their scared, the fear you're talking about of them going through the process of getting a mortgage. Right. And a lot of times it's like rejection. Like they're afraid they're going to be rejected right. and like then they won't know how to deal with their life. Doom and gloom. <laughs> the world is over. Yeah. But it's going to be all right. Yeah. You'd so be surprised how not hard this is. Super easy thing to do. You just got to jump out and do it. So we thought about it, guys. And this is what we come up with. We are going to talk about how to qualify for a mortgage. Right, how to obtain a mortgage in in a nutshell. In a nutshell, we got a special guest today. Um, So every beginning of the year, we do a first-time buyer's class. Yay. How's that look? How's that look? Yeah. Well, what we normally do is for about an hour and a half, Mm. we go through the buying process, what is happening currently in the market, how to prepare to get your pre-qualification, and what it looks like from a bird's eye view as far as the process of buying a house. Because a lot of times people don't step forward with that because they simply just don't know what the heck the next step is. Yeah. So this basically equips these people for buying. And Rico likes to say you're technically a first-time homebuyer if you haven't purchased in the past three years, Mm -hmm. which is kind of true to say because the market is forever changing. So when you maybe purchased 10 years ago. Totally different from today. Exactly. So we like to kind of give you a fresh pulse on what is happening. We have a lender who comes in and tells you the skinny on how to qualify, what to do, and what you'll need. And then sometimes we'll have a home inspector or a credit guy or whatever the case may be, and then we provide brunch, and it's an hour and a half of a valuable time spent. You hear that, guys? There's food involved. That's the reason I'm there. So it's a professional classroom setting. Everything's all professional till I get up there and talk. I just usually crack a bunch of jokes, and that's about it for me. Nice, thanks. I'm like the MC. I bring people up and everything. Anyways, so uh, tell them about this preferred lender that we have. Well, Angela Seabree is our preferred lender. She's with Tidewater Mortgage, and I like to tell my VA folks that she's a VA specialist because she is. She's been doing this 20 years plus and knows this industry inside and out. And she also does FHA, she does conventionals, she does jumbos, she does investments, she does second homes, vacation homes, she does it all. Here she is. There she is. Hey, what's up, Angie? It's Rico Courtney. Hey, how are you? We're doing great. How are you doing? Good. Courtney was just going on and on about how awesome you are. (laughs) Now I'm nervous. Now I'm nervous. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was just telling him basically your credentials that you know this industry, you know this business inside and out. You've been at it 
for a few years. <laughs> not to share 22. your age. Yes. Yeah. You, <laughs> you said it, not me. So yeah. I started Angie, when I was 10, though. Yeah. When you were 10. <laughs> <laughs> your first math class. <laughs> That's right. So a lot of times we get these uh, clients or potential clients that are, I don't know, sort of fearful about uh, talking to a lender or don't know the process of getting qualified. So we figured we'd bring you up on here on this podcast so you could kind of teach them and school them a little bit so they won't be scared anymore. Okay, absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. So let's say I'm um, a new nervous buyer and – Rico and Courtney have just called, uh, just told us to call you and get our funds together. What would, how would you walk them through? How would you make them comfortable? And what would you tell them? So I can, I can take an application over the phone um, after hours. So not a bank. So I don't get off at five or anything like that. So whenever they're comfortable sitting down, having a conversation, pretty much whatever time it is, I'm available. Um, I'm also available to speak with them in the office. We can make an appointment and go in the office and sit down if that's more comfortable. Um, And then we have the people that would rather just go online, and we have that as well where you can go online and do the application. Awesome. That sounds easy. So they fill out the application. What are some, like, things that – they need like for example i'm sure there's a specific credit score that's necessary or maybe if you want to talk about debt to income like what do they absolutely have to have to fit in bare minimum to fit into the mortgage box so 620 is is the minimum score we need um however um a lot of times people see their credit scores on other sites um, that are not always correct so I would say maybe stay away from that. So doing that full application up front, very important. Um, but a 620 is the minimum credit score. If you don't have a 620, it's not the end of the world. We can, we can help get you there, um, whether it's me or I refer you to a company that, that can help get your credit score there. As far as the application is concerned, I would say have your pay stub near you um, so that you know, you can tell me the sal- salary and how much you make hourly and, and those type of things for the application so that we know, you know, the information that we're putting on the application is correct. Awesome. So I've heard it been said before, like somebody has, a, I have a great credit score. And then for whatever reason, they may not get qualified, even though they're above 620. What would be some reasons why they wouldn't be qualified at 620? Um. Income ratios. So we basically look at the the debt that you have compared to the income that you bring in. Um, This does happen with self-employed people. Sometimes, um, you know, your your gross amount is you know sixty thousand, but after you write off everything, it's thirty. We're going to go by that thirty amount um, in most cases. Sometimes we add a couple things back in, but sometimes that's a reason why you can't get approved. Um, second time homeowners, if they've had a late payment on their mortgage in the last 12 months, um, we do not have a loan program that will allow stuff like that. Um, trying to think of anything else, 620, you don't get approved. Most of the time it's going to be because of, of, of income ratios. That's probably going to be the biggest, biggest 
hiccup there. Okay. Um, so I have a question. Sometimes I talk to people over the phone and I encourage them to speak with a lender or go talk to Angie. And I get, maybe this is um, telling on myself, maybe I'm talking to the wrong person, but they're always like, is she going to pull my credit? You know, oh, they're yeah. worried about their credit dun, dun, score dun. going down low, 20, 30 points. Does it, how much does it actually go down? Can can you share that? Uh, it, it depends. I know that's probably not the question, the answer you want, but. <laughs> it depends. We can now do a soft credit pull. Soft credit pull. Um, we cannot run that soft credit pull through an automated system. However, we can do a soft credit pull that will not affect your credit scores now so that we can determine if, if it's worth going ahead and doing a full review. I so I think I that hopefully will take care of a lot of pressure off people who are very nervous about that credit score. Okay. Okay. I think I understand. So you do a soft credit pool to kind of like uh, average where the credit score is. And you take that and run it like a fake uh, application through the system to see where they're at. And right. if you're comfortable, then you do a real one. Right. Awesome. I didn't know that. Cool. Thanks, Angie. Yeah, we're learning some things here. Yeah, too. I got some ammunition now. <laughs> <laughs> so when somebody gets their pre-approval and they're super excited and Rico and I get them in the car and we take them shopping for houses. What are some things that they should be, like, cautious of? Like, for example, I was talking to a buyer not too long ago who was under contract, and they were telling me about this furniture they saw in the store, and I was like, don't buy it yet. Wait until you close. Do not buy any furniture until it's yours. Yeah, I mean, can they go out to eat? I mean, <laughs> yeah. <grab> <laughs> They can definitely go out to eat. Oh, thank God. They cannot buy that new furniture yet. Thank you. Um. And, and I would say throughout the entire process until closing, um, do not open any new credit cards, um, credit cards, car loans, anything like that. Um, do not change your job. Do you think that's something a lot of people think, well, I'm making more or the same amount. It should be fine. Um, or sometimes I think they don't know that we verify the day before closing that you have not quit your job. So I've had those instances come up where I call and well, I don't call, but our team calls and they are no longer employed. So wow. do not quit your Yikes. your job. Yeah. So fun um, fact: Rico and I bought a house way back when, like how how about four or five years ago? Two, no, no. two thousand and five. I think. Oh yeah, listen to this, Angie. This is crazy. <laughs> this is when uh, uh, around nine eleven happened and. Uh, Go ahead, Court. Yes, it's 2005. Rico and I are buying our very first house, and Yay! he gets we're laid off in the process. I get laid off. <laughs> so we're like, oh, my gosh, do we buy the house or do we not buy the house? And at this point, we were going to be homeless. But thank God, at that time, they were giving everybody loans. So oh yeah, we made it. My <laughs> hamster got loaned. I don't even have right. a hamster. He got loaned. <laughs> Anyways. Um. There's another big one I definitely don't want to forget to just to mention is deposits. Um, just be careful of making deposits or, you know, getting paint, you know, your down payment from, from just a cash deposit, stuff like that. Any kind of weird deposits, if we can't document where they came from and if they're cash, we cannot use that for a down payment. Um, so definitely one of those things that can, can, you know, be a problem halfway through. Awesome. 
So during the approval process, when they go to you, Angie, can they call you and ask questions? Absolutely. Call, text, email, whichever your best way to communicate is, it's fine. You can normally text me up until 10 and I will reply. That's right. So definitely, I've done it. Um, <laughs> definitely ask. Um, that's what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one's bugging me. Just ask as many questions. This is something you don't do every day. So I yes. completely love the questions. I'd rather have the questions than someone do something and, and now we gotta, we gotta go back and fix things. Right. So See, that's what makes a local lender more valuable than going through like a credit union or a uh, a bank. Because in a bank, you can only get the guy, the loan officer, what, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Right. They take, you know, and uh, if you go through a credit union, you got to dial an 800 it. number, press 1 for this, press 2 for that. And then it hangs up, hangs up on you. Yeah. Then you start cussing at your wife like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> That is correct. That yes. didn't happen. We've all that been there. Correct. <laughs> awesome. All right. So the last piece really is like, what should people prepare for financially to bring to closing? Like, for example, the down payment, closing costs. I mean, these are two separate entities or separate things that they have to pay for, the down payment and then closing costs. Can you kind of speak to that just a bit? So... You're, um, well, there's different types of loans. Of course, there there's several loans with no down payment. Um, there's some that require 3%, 3.5%, 1%, just depending on what type of loan we pre-approve you for. Um, however, any funds that you bring to closing, whether it be the down payment or the closing costs, have, have to come you know, from a wire, um, certified check. And we also, you know, need to verify that those are your funds and, and so forth, which is why I said those deposits are very, um, they can come from a 401k, they can come from checking, savings, is, um, they can come from a gift from a parent or a grandparent. So there's a lot of different ways to get the down payment, which is my job to help help you figure it out um, and, and then make sure you have it at, at closing. Awesome. Easy I hope enough. that answered that. Yeah, that's okay. perfect. You got anything else, Rico? That's about it. Um, no, that's about it. I do appreciate your time, Angie. Thank yeah, you so much. Yeah, that was much. like short, sweet, and full of information. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> help a lot of people out for <laughs> thank sure. Thank you, guys. You bet. Thank you, guys. I'll talk to you soon. All right, Angie. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. She's awesome. She is. And see how simple that was? Like, yeah. and I just love that she does truly try and make it as simple as possible because it can be confusing and overwhelming for some people. And the fact that she's available by phone anytime, like she had mentioned, you're not going to get that with everybody. I don't care if they're a local lender or not. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get that with everybody. But she's definitely special. We appreciate her time. She's and down to earth. She cares about her people. She's there when you need her. Yes, and I think everyone who's ever I've ever sent to her who's mm-hmm. written a review has been five star review and grateful. Absolutely. So yeah, if you if you're a listener out there and you're thinking about purchasing a home, do you have that little uh, jitters. fear jitters coming over you? Talk to us. Come talk to Mister and Mrs. Seven Five Seven. We'll hook you up with Angie and we'll get you qualified. If you're not qualified, not a big deal. We'll get we'll get you a game plan to get you where you need to be, uh, and we'll. Hold your hand along the way. 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So let's see here. If you're looking to purchase a home or buy a home, you can find us, Mr. and Mrs. 757. We're at, at Coastal Realty, 757-288-3026. Uh, you can find us on YouTube. We've got a YouTube channel, Mr. and Mrs. 757. Uh, what else are we on? What other platform? Instagram? Mm-hmm. What are we on Instagram? Um, Mr. and Mrs. 757. See, super easy. And also on Facebook, we're Mr. and Mrs. 757. So if you find us on any platform, you'll you'll find us. You'll find us for sure. Right. And most importantly, you can find Angie. We're going to put her website information to apply for a loan. Phone number, everything. And her phone number for contact information purposes. And you can get in touch with her any day of the week. Excellent. All right, guys. We'll catch you on the next episode. All right. Peace out.